Hey, Friday Night Warriors. Happy Saturday. <clears throat> I thought yesterday that not, you know, the whole old quote about um, how you feel nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. And now we have the new feeling of nothing feels as good. No, hold on. <laughs> Only fighter diet tastes as good as it feels. That's the feeling I felt yesterday because how I've made my whole life dream, my daily life, that I can really eat and indulge and be so stuffed and, and joyous just to wake up being lean and happy that I, you know, that whew, I won again is no longer my regular daily routine in my life. It's not a miracle that I remember my why. It's not a 50-50, am I gonna remember why it's important for me or am I gonna be another just take the day for granted that I will never have again, but I will not learn to see that every day is like a repetition. It's almost like, you know, think about in your life of doing all workouts, you would skip all the ones that build you up because you just want to isolate. <laughs> you never get to do it because you never got to do the foundation. So if you keep on skipping about going inwards to say, what are you keeping on doing that is against all that you want? If you keep on living a life where you have one way forward and the focus is backward at the same time, you keep on doing the disclaimer life with no matter what you want to make sure the whole world always knows your laundry list of things that are against you. And I get it, because we all feel like we have to defend our honor. We want to defend why we do what we do. So people have like, you know, here's your manual on how to interpret us so you don't you can leave us alone. And we just gotta get over it. We can't that's not the way we will be happy. And it just causes frustration with other people. And then here again the whole focus on what other people are doing. And that can be such a pain in the butt as a person interacting with others. Because I focus on myself. I just happen to have clients, so I have to talk about other people, right? It's like, can't just be talking about myself. But when I do mention everything about myself, it teaches you so much more. Because you can kind of get over this thinking that I single people out. Or you think that I attack you. That, oh, I must be talking about you. And you forget the whole point is that everyone has the same train of thought. The same routine of thinking. And you just get better at realizing that you're just an average human. And you're going to be like that until you get put under pressure. And fitness life really puts you under pressure. It really calls out all your little thing you want to keep on. You know, like your little special traits, the thing you think is cute. But it's just something that you have conditioned yourself is you. You are not your personality. You can change. If you want to be stuck, you're like an old person. Like, I have always done my way. It's not cute. It's a sign of growing old. So the way to kind of evolve and be a, a person who keeps on being young, that is being open to always see I can do things better, I can improve, and not because you have to, but you want to. Because there is more than being fitting in with basic. There's so much joy and satisfaction of wanting a little bit more. You know, not just want to do exactly the what you need to do. If this is not your job, that you are paying up your rent. It should be something that gives you passion and gives your whole life content. 
that's how I see it because I feel that people sit there with a book about, you know, everyone wants to do something that is written. And here I feel like, what do you do when your life isn't like a book? When you have to improvise. And that's when everything falls apart, when you forget that it's easy to believe in an idealistic and optimal life routine that you have there in your mind that was once maybe uh, something you did when you were focused and 20 years younger but not today but you still hold on to that because you haven't thought that you never get to be that person because you self-sabotage by doing this typical routine anytime you make a plan and you're gonna do it you allow life to take over you enjoy making sure that you focus on finding things that are against you that are stopping you from doing this thing that you made as a goal you kind of look for things and whatever happens in life suddenly since you're a little more pressure now you pay attention to what you could handle with ease before when you weren't hangry now trying to be so tough on your little menu that you're so hard holding on to. Even though I say, why are you going to try so hard just to break? Because you're not that tough yet. you got to practice a little bit before you go to the World Olympics, you know, the Olympic Games of Discipline. you got to go to kindergarten first. And if you have pride problem with that, well, how stuck and how much of an ego can you hold on to and thinking it's in your interest? That's the thing. So that's... The sabotage number one is that you keep on putting something there that saves you from focus on doing work for yourself. That kind of makes you have a reason to not do it now fully, to kind of not really try because this happened and you have to take care of this. This is very common around normal, natural ways of having challenges, you know, in life. But it still comes down to the thing that you still have the same choice that you choose to keep on treating your self-relationship and your goals like that is not really anything that is important. So you put it last. Everything else comes first. That's why you have everything else successful in your life, but not yourself. And what is success? Well, that's be happy and feeling that you have power over yourself, that you're not a slave over your instinct or your drive, that you can actually operate around a challenging environment because you can trust yourself. Isn't that a fitness goal of any? So when you wonder why to sign up for me, for instance, like, yeah, I love that you have your challenge book, that you're doing it. I'm proud of you. But what you forget is that you're not living life as the life of the day because you keep on living the past programs and repeating it and you don't even have a community where new new lessons are every day. Like where are you getting your excitement in your self-relationship? How do you hold on to your good things? How do you date yourself in your fitness life routine? How do you keep your fitness self happy, satisfied? Love to date you. Looking forward to have another day with you. Want you to see what is she going to bring to the table today. Oh, what is she going to kick up? Oh, is she going to change the routine once? Oh, wow, I'm not bored with the training. It doesn't have to be monotonous. Oh, is there a way to actually love fitness life and the tough things and not sit there with a perfect body and still 
enjoy every day in the practice and knowing that that is the way to live and to practice this fitness life. Because why on earth would any intelligent, educated woman choose to do such a hard full-time routine thing like fitness life? To focus on something that is naturally hard. Why would you do that if you don't even want to do it? When you keep on wanting, Ugh, I don't want to do it. Do you see? That would be like, I'm going to sign up for all the hobbies that I have no interest in at all. Because someone wrote me, this is what I have to do. And I'm not thinking for myself. I'm like a little kid. Aren't you more developed than that, right? You, you passed puberty. You're not here in high school to be queen for someone else. You're not trying to get, you know, those things when you're young and you compete with others. You're doing this for yourself. So stop having the whole laundry list of things that all of a sudden come to your life that you have to deal with, that delay your satisfaction in your life every day because you never want to juggle. You want to be the busy woman who can do everything except for diet, right? Because you just forget that because it's so easy. To snack away and sicken yourself every day. But then imagine that's your whole life. Every day you become a drama queen about everything that happens that make you have to stress eat and have to go through the drive through and have to think you're going to die if you're not going to eat a half day. But if you learn the principles of what matters, you don't have to live this struggle, stressed out, I'm on a diet plan. You're going to be on a diet plan until you die. So are you going to stress your way away? Stress your life away, that you can never enjoy it because you're always stressed about trying to fit everything so perfectly. Do you hear me? It's such a stupid thing to want to live. Why do you keep on thriving to be a diet police? Trying so hard, so hard, so you cannot even do something decent good. Why don't you start with, just present yourself a little bit of freedom. Just say, hey, maybe I want to try to eat this today. Maybe I want to try a new stretch. Maybe I want to try to get up and see what happens when I do cardio. Will I feel better? Yes, you will. Oh, pay attention. It made me feel better. I'm going to do it again. Because that is the way you make yourself comply with this tough thing you want to do. But if you keep on hating it and uh, and find ways to escape it, why do you try so hard? I would say give it up. Because you're trying to do something that I wouldn't want to do. I don't want to do things I don't want to do. It doesn't matter how healthy they are. I still don't want to do it unless I have a product, I have to lose fat now and then. But then what happens right away when I have lost it, if I do? I go back to my regular day again because I'm going to get diet depressed. I'm going to take the body I feel so amazing having. I'm going to take for granted and then let it go. And then I'm just going to be so miserable that I did this to myself. And then I'm going to have the victim mindset of how could I do this to me? And oh, oh, bad, bad me. And then you're going to just enjoy this, the misery and just loathe in this that Oh, you keep on doing this. And, uh, and you love to talk about it. So you really, ooh, you kind of infiltrate your everything about how you are poisoning yourself. So you really do it. Because you're sitting there with your heroin at the same time. So, of course, you know, when I wrote my first diet plan, that I was super motivated. Oh, I'm going to go on an ultra shredding fat burn management routine. I was really daydreaming and fantasizing. I'm going to really beat myself up for hours. And I'm going to get so lean. Ooh, well... That was, I was eating cupcakes. No, I wasn't. I was eating cookies and chocolate and ice cream while I was writing this out. Yeah, the ultimate bulletproof fat loss diet. But that's how you all are because you kind of, 
just like me, a little bit of, ooh, I want punishment. But I'm not into that anymore because I'm not into living my life like a two-faced person who never realized that's just human nature and everyone has it and everyone needs to understand it because we're not going to change. And if you don't get it, you are just playing your own addiction to get away and your cheat mentality because you get the whole climax of oh i got away because every time you go and have another cheat guess what you are hoping you're playing the devil's game of oh maybe i can get away and we're gonna hope to make it and nobody does sometimes you do once in a blue moon after getting lean and then all of a sudden you just get the thermic effect of a refit and it happened to be junk and you just didn't do that much and you think it's a miracle no you just played the game and got away once that doesn't mean that it's a trend it's not like my cat ram thinks "Ooh, i'm gonna have a new day on day two time portion again because that happened once it's not a guarantee just because it happens once but what is a guarantee is that you're going to keep on committing your own self-destroying routine. Because that's what everyone is doing. If you wonder, I am happy I got the epiphany to see that, shit, I'm doing this just like everyone else. I'm going to become obese. And that was me then coming to America realizing I am really in deep water here. So I had one, my year of really having to fight all these cravings between 2006 and 2007. That was before I got the epiphany with fighter diet. I was trying to cardio away on the beach and I couldn't keep on. And I kept on eating all the junk I hadn't had as much in Sweden. Everywhere here was just junk and I just wanted it. And I wanted that, so I had it. That was delicious. And I hated myself for doing it because the body just absorbed it to my fat so fast because I could just eat and I just loved to eat what was easily there to pack into the fat cells, ice cream. So I had like five, six pints of ice cream in those cheat days and yeah. And then I was going to be angry with my body for not being able to handle that and just kind of like that just didn't happen. Exactly. You see how stupid I was? Ignorant ass. So I don't want to be like that. But most people keep on doing that because you get the drug. You were like me. You could just live for those addictive heroin moments. And then look at me how hard I worked with myself to have the freedom that I never have any interest. There's no lingering at all in me to want to be that for myself anymore. Because that taste is never worth it. That experience is never worth it anymore. Never. It doesn't matter because it's just a little bit. And I know also by simply just the whole fun is going to be over right away. I have ordered and here it is in my mouth. I already know after the first taste, boom, it's not going to be fun or enjoyable anymore. Now I'm living that day in future knowing I'm going to be in agony the next month. Is it worth it? Never. Because you get out of your momentum, your whole high vibration, feeling great, taking care of yourself. And then when you do, you realize you're feeling great and it's easier to keep on holding something you felt, but you never get to feel it because you keep on destroying your self-happiness by choosing to toxic yourself with that way. Because everyone else is doing it and you just part of that. The self-destroying routine of people who don't care enough because they like to cry and say, you know, like the typically now, everyone loves to show their obese bodies and show that how they let themselves go because it's like advertising for a sempic. And I wonder, do you realize you're going to have no happiness anymore? Because what is that going to do for you that you just have an easier way to moderate your enjoyment? You just still going to go for that food that you can never moderate. So you're going to eat up like a gastric bypass person again, but you're just selling again to a medication. It's desperation, but it's also showing that you never want to be own up to it. You have to take care of your body. You have to be healthy. 
So another way to self-sabotage is to keep on changing the way your goals are. So instead of focusing on the what is current, you know, the basics, eating healthy consistently, go more hard on your workouts. Remember that not having DOMS all the time isn't a sign that you're not training well. Having that all the time can actually be that you're down, you're detraining because the periods between your training, between those heavy and hard that do induce the DOMS, that when you go a little too long because you're always overdoing it, overtraining, or you just junk it and then, you know, start over, or you're injured and that's when you junk it. So then when you come back, so every day you come back, you're like fresh, which means you get the tons of soreness that comes after you have never experienced a workout. But that's also how you never build a body because the body gets in, gets tolerant. It tolerates more and more. That's why you have to do more and more to get sore. Why do we care about being sore? Well, it shows you doing something, right? But it doesn't mean that you're building muscle. And it's not the way I train because my training is pump training. That is not a loading of the eccentric unless it's on special way. So there's different ways to train, but the, you know what is the toughest in training? The concentric phase, the lift. Why do people keep on the eccentric? Because it's 30%, 40% stronger in resisting, because it's a safety mechanism. That if you could just, you know, be as strong that way, you would tear apart everything. But there has been, you know, one way you can try it another way is why don't you try super slow training instead then, you know? If you want to be like me, you have to care about the tennis ligaments, you can't bounce around it. Why don't you try slow the reps down, do isometrics. It's safer and you're going to be on fire and you're going to hate it. <laughs> right? So it comes down to that. How much do you want it? Because I know that I want to keep on evolving my body in the way it is. Just as the routine of that is what I love to do. I'm doing it for the everyday feeling. I'm not doing it for the end goal. But when I started, I put myself on three years of dedication. I was not going to have one day off that I don't believe in myself. And I did. I'm so proud of that. Because I knew I have to not listen to the world who says I can't do it. I'm going to America. Everyone tells me I can't. I'm going to go to goals. I'm going to go to Venice and train like Arnold. Nobody believes me because I have nothing special. And they're right. I don't. I just have a body and... A strong mind, I'm going to do it. There's nothing that holds me back. I have everything just like everyone else. But I'm going to do it. That's the mindset. You can never stop. You cannot let people have an opinion what what you can do. It's just a principle. The same with me. Whatever I've told you, you cannot hold it like that is someone, God, telling you. Because I'm just a person. You have to have it yourself. To have that iron mind of I believe in myself and that's it. Otherwise, the world is going to take over and you're going to have too many crybaby moments. And that is going to take away your focus on where you're going to be. Because you have to have a, a focus on a destination so you can have a way to travel. And just to think about it, I think it was Alan Watts who said that, you know, if you take away the whole journey from the day one to the destination, if we just go there without, you know, we want to speed it up so much. The, the whole anticipation, the whole looking forward to it would be that you're stuck in the same experience. There's no change. You're there and boom, here. There is no travel. There is no learning. There's no waiting. There's no, you know, looking forward to. That's what you change. That's what you miss. When you forget that all these days you think you just want to have them spent and forget about it and then be there with your body. You forget if that happened, you wouldn't be able to hold on to the body because you never lived the lifestyle that maintains the body. So you would be there noticing you can't hold on to it. It would be like water between your hands falling apart. 
that's what you build up and it becomes more and more agonizing if you don't learn to pobo and how to refeed to do it and satisfy yourself if you don't learn to buy really understand in all this getting lean getting strong getting healthy taking care of yourself having a good relationship loving my life loving all i do not care about other people in that every day you have to focus on having your head high and stay high and not dig down and allow your depressive moments and thoughts to take over you have to notice and be observe that and then get up there and think about what you love to do what you love to eat what you love to do everything there all the time just keep on refocus on where you need to be because otherwise you become like everyone else who keep on looking down down and sad and copying and it's just the way it runs fast and you just feel "Mm," like that when you can simply have a day of paradise because you choose to see that when you can eat and you can train and you can exercise and you can move it's paradise. What else do you need? I have everything I need. I have everything I wanted. And I'm just here to enjoy it day in, day out because that is what I'm here for. I'm not here for the end when there are not more clients, when there's no more challenges, when there's not a new program. That is the end. When I have learned everything and there's nothing that I want to do and there's nothing that motivates me or challenges me or no goal, you know what happens then? That is when I'm just going to have a reason just to die because what else am I going to do if there's no desires to meet isn't that the whole thing of life to satisfy and be ecstatic and be enjoy because that means we can handle all the tough things that are needed as intervals so we can have the high you have to have a prep to go for the high how would you be able to stand on the mountain and see everything that you have accomplished. If there was no mountain, it was flat or downward. Imagine that. It was a slippery slope downwards. And then how would you, are you going to stand in the bottom of the valley? <laughs> so as you can see, when you kind of twist and turn it, it becomes ridiculous how you think you're going to have it your way when your way would be the worst thing ever. Like if we could have it our way that life never stopped, we never, we have to always be successful. We would always have to do the same thing. You see how boring it would be? Imagine if you could be so bad as police. So you can always eat your green beans and your tuna and your oat bran with your egg whites and you're always so happy. Imagine how boring that would be. So... I have my gluttonous pig personality, my my love for sweets and love for chocolate, all that, and that I started to be interested in my body and what you can do with it when I was eight, that I hit puberty so early and that I saw all those things, all those seeds, all planted in me, brought me to here, which the world needs someone who who kind of sees through all these other things that nobody wants to talk about the after diet life that's what i'm talking about and teaching you because everything breaks apart at the same diet and every time is the human and we all say well it's the human's problem it's not the diet it's not the system but we are not living as a system we're living to be happy and live for real that's the problem i have with all these diet concepts and coaches who forget the point we're not living to be perfect on a diet we're living to enjoy and experience life to the fullest you're not going to do that with counting your macros so when all other coaches for instance always start with you gotta know your nutrition and your macros i just know that well that is what everyone is knowing but everyone believes if you know nutrition you're gonna do what is good for you you won't (laughs) 
You might be the opposite. You might be like a contrarian. You know, you're going to do exactly different. You're going to smoke and, and drink vodka and then see if you get heart attack. And then maybe you're not going to get anything of that. Maybe you'll have a perfect liver until you're 110 years old. Because that's how it can be. Because you don't stress about it. So, for instance, like when I have my clients, I think like this. Okay, I know you want to live your life. You have a lot going on. And I know you're going to go on adventures. How can I make this you stay lean and strong? Okay, first, one, revise your workout routine. So start with the list, little you can do to get it into a routine. That's why I said 10 minutes with me. And then build it up because it's easier to add than it is to reduce. That way you're also working with your body because you work your body with adaptation a little by little. You're not doing what we do when we're 20. We just go all out and hope to make it. Because you want to make it for real because you haven't until now, right? And it's kind of about time. So I like to think about this, like, okay, what is simple? What makes you, okay, this is my routine. Because every woman has her own hair routine, her own, this is how I stay somewhat in shape. Every woman has a little makeup routine. Every woman has a nail or pedicure routine. This is your way of get it. Nutrition and training, how do you do your kit? What is your routine? So you start with that, thinking like, okay, I like this meal, good. And then the other one, and then add it together. One, two, three, boom. You didn't hit the calorie budget? Oh, perfect. That means if you sabotage yourself a little bit today, you're still going to make it. You're going to lose fat. Good job. Then the next day, you don't want to do have that again, and you don't want to comply. You don't want to do meal prep. Well, no problem. Just make a meal that is no cook needed. Keep it simple. Boom, you can make it. Oh, did you not make the calorie butter today too because you were too full? Not a problem. And then, when you've lost some fat, you have a momentum going, guess what you can do then? Go and analyze your macros then. And then you're going to notice that you're just going to laugh. Because you're going to have no interest really. Because you're going to have interest in learning what is it that you need in food. You're going to be like me and the other girls in the FDA. Hey, all of a sudden we talk about walnuts. Why? Because... Well, I noticed that I haven't had so much omega-6 lately. Then everyone else thinks, have I? That's how groups work with women together who think. Because you, like me, are going to realize that you forget a lot of things that are just basics. Over and over, that's why we have the fitness paradise routine. To make yourself remember your checklist. Because you do have to remember, like me, you got to get to stretching in. you got to cardio up. you got to motivate yourself. you got to do your pep talk. you got to find your old brand. you got to refill your protein powder. you got to remember you're going to want your, you know, your stuff that keeps you... In the good bus and the good hummingbird routine, you know, the things keep on going. You got this going. You have momentum. You're on on track and you stay on track. It's like this is your routine. So that is what I'm building. And there's a reason why it's FDA is an 8 because it keeps on being the infinity. That this is what we do. So when you think about then when you've lost fat, you could always analyze your macros and you think then that that is what people do. You see why that is overwhelming? But if you start with, try this meal today and see what happens. And when you slowly go into that, you're going to notice that it's all about suddenly and slowly evolving into a fittest person. That's the way to do it. So the self-sabotage comes in many, many ways. But for instance, changing goals from I don't want to talk about basic stuff, but I want to talk about competing. It's meaning that you don't want to be real. You just want to keep on dreaming to step 
step one to ten you're not interested in. And that is why you keep on forgetting that in the end, you're going to have to remember what matters in the routine. What is part of fitness life? And then if you don't want to do that part, ask yourself, what are you willing to do? And then do that. And then hold on to that. Maintain that routine for some months. And then make a new call. Maybe now is you ready And the good thing here, now you have time to actually think and enjoy instead of being so stressed out about everything. So this is what I'm about. Doesn't that sound like something? This is when I talk about a challenge, you know, that it just happened to be the signed up for the challenge name. But if you hear it from me, it's the education you need. It's the community you have none in your environment. It's the place, the club, the training center, the, the hang, the hub. And if you don't have a fitness tribe, that's where you go and you risk, you sign up for it because I'm the leader there and you like to support and you like to be part of it. You love to entertain your brain. You love to engage. You love to grow. You don't want to be stuck with the same thing because you are not a little fitness project hobby person. You are a full feather eagle and eaglet, right? So you got to know your real tribe. You're just trying to be too basic, but you have higher ambitions. Give yourself some cred. That's why you're going to struggle. But that's also why I say give up on all these rules and policing and and kind of listen to, I am not doing this the way the rest of the world is doing. I have never been. I just keep on refining my game and the way I do it because I pay attention. And what I want is success and happiness. And I don't see a reason to do fitness life unless you can find your happy ways to do it right away. Because it's not worth it to have a grumpy attitude just to take care of yourself. It's not. I don't want to listen to it. And you should not behave and copy the behavior of diet culture where everyone is a grumpy bitch, hating the diet, can't wait to stop. And everyone thinks it's cute to wait for the cheat day and say, I hate this today, but I'm going to do it. It's not. It's extremely like turn off. So I don't want that in my community. I want in a, a community of vibrant, empowered, strong, confident, beautiful, stunning women in all ages, in all forms and shapes and colors. Because here's another thing I want to tell you before I'm done on my soapbox. My mom, she sent me a photo of she was doing cold water and ice bath, you know, and sauna. And it was such a dark uh, water and she was standing there on the bridge and there was like a step forward. She has her one-piece suit on. She's like 70. And I just saw it and I just looked at her and said, wow, she's stunning. Look at her body. And then I realized that I had no criticism at all in my love. And it's not because it was my mom. But I felt it was such a beautiful female body. And she has just a regular basic body. But I was just blown away. So I'm going to post that in the group because it was... I became so proud of my own feeling of, wow, because she's not a strong, lean, muscular at all. She's a regular person. She doesn't lift. And I just saw her. I'm just like, wow. So I wonder, how do you feel about your mother's bodies? How do you appreciate them? Because that says a lot about how you value yourself. And if you're just like me, could or been or are your own worst critic, and you can really hate your body from top to toe, Just have this in your heart. I could choose to do that and continue doing it. And I know who would feel horrible about my own body over, over, over again. Myself. And everyone else would think that is the way to feel about your body. That you should only think that it's only good to say that looks good because it does in other people's opinion. And somehow we should have that 
realistic saying that, yeah, I cannot tell myself that I feel confident and sexy at 89 because I'm not supposed to. I don't subscribe to that attitude. You are the feeling you want to be. Nobody else can tell you that your standard or this. Because what are we doing? We are not going to do this for collective ideal aspiration. We're doing it to see the individual independent desire for what do you want to be and how to do it. So here is, I saw this quote with Pippa Longstocking. I don't know if it's hers, but Pippa is my role model and look at me how I'm living my life the way. So I'm proud of that, that I'm not conforming. I never did. And I'm so grateful. I regretted two things, but I have given myself the, <laughs> the compassion for that. One, marrying my best friend because that way he got into America too. And I was just away and I was young, 24. And uh, I didn't even dress up to the wedding. And on the second one in Sweden, I broke out in cystic acne because, and I was crying because I really didn't want to. I didn't want to marry. I didn't know it. The second one, I was a weak and I wanted to make someone happy so I committed to what I was never gonna marry but I was gonna commit to be engaged for the other person's need to show that that person was you know engaged and I wish I had not been that lady but hey I give myself self-compassion and forgive myself for having done that out of my love so you know give yourself self-compassion for wanting to be good for people when you just know it's not who you are you want you don't want to be it and it's so easy to kind of want to love people but then you kind of hate yourself for it so don't turn into hate yourself so live give yourself the self-love and forgive yourself like i do so i leave the way it's tough but hey guys we're not working it for the easy life right so in general, I love my community, I love my women, I love that we stand up for thinkers and not overthinkers, doers, not overdoers. People want to be happy and confident and not live your life thinking that, wait, am I thinking for myself? No, you have a, a forum where you can express yourself, be yourself. And I just love to host that because the Pippi, now I forgot it, Pippi said, I'm the ocean and nobody owns me. Boom! Oh, that's how I feel. So guys, remember that. And for you who wonder about FDA, muscle strength, all this I talk about is why you're there. You're part of this tribe with me.